all about the best of life in Harrogate. This is the Your Harrogate Podcast. So welcome to a very special Your Harrogate Podcast and we're joined by Andrea and Becky from the Harlow and the theme of our podcast is Christmas presents, not presents and just just give us a little heads up Andrea of what what that means and what we're going to be talking about today. So we're going to be talking about the pressure that people feel around Christmas time and one of the pressures is obviously around presents and how much we have to spend and how much time and effort goes into it but also the other things that come from Christmas as well um, like financial pressures and having to feel happy, families, things like that but on the other side of that is how we can help with that, which is about being present, which is about being connected to ourselves and others. So we'll explain a bit about that. We're going to have a load of, there's going to be some sort of solutions, aren't there, to some of the, some of the bits about Christmas we're going to talk about. And Becky, just, just tell us a little bit more about what you guys and your colleagues do at the Harlow in Harrogate. So we're a wellbeing service, so we offer lots of different types of therapy, coaching, support to both children and adults, and that's really ranging from all of your kind of emotional needs as well as nutritional needs and professional coaching as well, so we do a bit of all sorts. And the reason for having our conversation today, the reason for doing the podcast now, is that despite all the tinsel and glitz and lovely stuff about Christmas there is undoubtedly pressure that comes with it that maybe we don't always quite know how to deal with and how to resolve. Yeah and I think one of the um, the biggest things that we see at the Harlow is people seeking support with relationships so not necessarily coming for relationship therapy as such although we do offer that but it's actually about navigating the impact of relationships on your well-being on your confidence on your sense of self and actually I feel like at Christmas that's one of the biggest things that's highlighted is that actually we end up spending a lot of time with people that we might find are actually triggering a lot of difficult emotions and ultimately you know it might not be that Christmas is the cause of that but I feel like it almost shines a light on a lot of challenges within our relationships that can be really tricky to navigate and the next 10 or 15 minutes or so then andrea we're going to talk about some of those things and there are solutions this isn't this isn't just uh, this isn't just you're uh, not going to highlight all your problems <laughs> and leave. <laughs> we're gonna, but we're actually going to talk about we're going to talk about some actual ways around them and I, and I think you know if you if you stay with us in this podcast for the next 10 minutes or so i mean i think even if you get one maybe two practical things or even if there's a couple of things that come up and you think well yes yes that's that's me that's my situation i think you'll find it really really useful so so just give us give us a rough idea before we get into it andrew some of the things that we're going to cover off in the next few minutes um with regarding the solutions um so about helping to set boundaries about some self-care um about how to be present with people that we have to spend time with um and just about kind of managing our emotions and help you know just helping us through the period so that we that you know that we don't come out the end of other side of christmas feeling truly uh, frazzled as we all often do and uh, help us enjoy Christmas that's what it's there for isn't it so yeah 
So we have mentioned already financial pressures around Christmas and that comes in all sorts of things, doesn't it? Yeah, I just I think sometimes we overspend at Christmas because we feel the pressure that, you know, we have to spend this amount of money in order to show that we care about people or that other people are spending that amount as well. And it's this kind of idea about having to create the perfect Christmas. And especially at the moment, you know, finances are a big issue for people. You know, there's a squeeze on everybody for everything. And so it's about looking at just a different angle on it, really. And let's focus on a different side to Christmas. It's not just about the presents. And yes, I appreciate kids, you know, people with young kids, you know, they want the presents to open, but, you know, so often kids end up playing with the boxes <laughs> um, <laughs> or they have overwhelm and don't even manage to open all the presents and, you know, they don't play with half the presents that they get. So mm-hmm. it's just about kind of managing it and, and really looking at what we're spending and what we are actually buying. I think for me as well, it's about giving yourself the permission to set those boundaries or set those expectations because for example you know something we've done in our family over recent years is just started doing secret santa so you know historically that would have been something that you do in a workplace but actually you end up getting presents that you actually want and spending far less and you're setting the parameters you know around spending because i think sometimes there's also this unwritten comparison isn't there of like mm-hmm expectation around how much you should be spending or what the gift should be and you know all of that kind of pressure really which can feel really stressful so giving yourself permission to actually set those boundaries which I think can feel scary sometimes and and a lot of the things that we're talking about really have a bit of connection to social media don't they and what what Christmas it has to be perfect because it's Christmas and it's in every movie isn't it really I mean there is I mean I love Christmas but there's a lot of schmaltz around it (laughs) isn't there but it's true like everywhere you look it appears that everybody's having the best time yeah and we were just saying the other day actually that I love Christmas a bit like you're saying but I actually love the run-up and then it gets to Christmas day and I'm like get me to boxing day because it just feels like there's so much pressure on that one day to have everything right to have you know all the presents to have the food perfect to have the house perfect to have you know to have it all the stress of the build-up to one day as well I know and in the comparing I think there's a massive especially on social media it does it kind of fuels the comparison culture mm. of everybody's having an amazing time. Does that trigger something in people then? Is it is it something that is in people's brains that you kind of see something and, you know, you feel a bit green-eyed monster about it? Yeah, and I think it can also make people feel inadequate as well. Definitely. That, you know, everybody else having this amazing time and I can't give my family that or we haven't got as much money to spend this year or it's that, isn't it? Yeah, and I think one of the big things that doesn't necessarily get talked about as much is actually the pressure on relationships like we touched on right at the beginning because actually a when you're already in a really really stressed place trying to meet all of these expectations and kind of navigate all of the comparison and then you're in in, in an environment where you might not necessarily get on with all of your relatives or you might find that when you're around your relatives typically you know family are the people that like trigger the biggest emotions within us and actually you know there's that comparison of everybody's having this like romanticized lovely time when actually we know that post Christmas there's like a lot of challenges within 
relationships because it's almost shining a light on all of those struggles that we kind of manage throughout the year by kind of maybe trying to set some boundaries or trying to like I suppose manage how much we see people and then all of a sudden we're all in one room and (laughs) expected to live sort of happily ever after for the day and it just doesn't quite happen like that for lots and lots of people and I think it's really important to normalize some of that. So should we talk through should we talk through some solutions because we've sort of kind of a lot of this comes under family management doesn't it really mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. I mean we, we're talking a bit about expectation there and and putting pressure on yourself to have an amazing time but if if there are obvious stresses and strains within family relationships or if it's just if it just needs some I think I think sometimes with close family communication can be quite poor mm, yeah, can't yeah. It? it can look up to it because Definitely. because you know you, you kind of um you don't necessarily always talk to to your family about about those things it seems too too I don't know it seems too personal almost bizarrely to have those mm. conversations so shall we talk a bit about suggestions for what people could do to start with we should maybe talk about being present and what Mm. that means Um, because that's an important factor of helping you through Christmas and um, feeling connected with others and and to yourself. I think for me presence I know there's like lots of different connotations about it and it almost feels a bit cliche saying it but actually it's just around like being rather than doing and I think we get so lost in the doing so much in life in terms of meeting the expectations those kind of standards of perfectionism trying to kind of match every Tom, Dick and Harry that's around us and actually what is really important at times well anyway but at times when we are potentially a bit more stressed is to really like have an awareness of that in terms of what is it that I am feeling what is it what are some of my kind of patterns or emotions that are triggered around certain people and even just having the awareness of the things that make you stressed or the things that kind of make you feel insecure the things that make you sort of fall into that pattern of people pleasing helps us to then be able to respond to it so that we're not kind of finding that you know come boxing day we've spent the last week sort of being the person that we don't want to be in terms of being super super stressed because that in itself has a ripple effect so yeah for me it's how can you kind of bring that awareness to yourself around okay how do I feel like what is happening for me what is potentially going to come up for me in this experience how can I then be connected to what I need whether that be around like you were saying expressing some of that being honest about some of that whether it be like the really practical delegation of actually letting some of your to-do list go I mean we were laughing about this as well (laughs) in terms of sometimes we want to give away the to-do list but we also want to kind of hold on to the control of it and I think it's really being honest with ourselves about what can we delegate where can we ask for support Mm. where can we set boundaries one of the examples we talked about was when I go to one of my relatives on Christmas Eve it's like an open house three till six so it's like we all know (laughs) we all know we're only there for three hours and then we're leaving and that's really good isn't it because it's it's, the boundary is set then which is great for everybody yeah I think for yourself too boundaries for yourself like I know that when I go on family holidays and stuff like I really need to carve out time to just be mm. on my own and it's like really giving yourself permission to do that in a way that mm. it doesn't need to be you know kind of 
hours and hours it's just like can you have 20 minutes to walk the dog mm-hmm. can you have five minutes in another room <laughs> like just to kind of decompress so, and regulate yourself sorry and just sorry, on the, yeah no i was just going to say on the on the time thing i think people are, are fearful of almost of yeah. saying um it's three till six like they're, they're they don't want to give an end time mm. but in a way it also is is really good for the people visiting because they then know that yeah. they can leave at six and that they are not going to be rude either i mean that's the other good thing isn't I it because they I think it's the best tip so far honestly <laughs> but i do i do i think i think start an end time of things yeah everybody it, it, already the communication is is a hundred times better mm-hmm. you know talking of people uh, as all thinking about ourselves and thinking about ourselves in situations so we've got to put the preparation time in to actually i don't know when we're walking the dog or having a bath or whatever actually just thinking that through do you think yeah. before it gets to those christmas days yeah and i think it's about honesty and vulnerability you know you mentioned communication but actually like christmas yes there's the family family dynamics but it also can evoke a lot of emotions for all of us can't it in terms of maybe a loss of loved ones you know how christmases change over the years depending on the kind of family situation you're in you know we often forget that christmas is sometimes a time when there might already be lots of difficult relationships happening or people that are ill in the family you know there's so many scenarios where actually it's not the perfect christmas that we see on social media and i think having honest conversations about that with our relatives and our loved ones not only helps you to kind of be open about that and therefore give yourself permission to kind of feel it all but it also then gives them the permission to communicate what they need or what they might want or what they might be feeling which you know to think about presence really that's what it is for me it's about connection connection to yourself and your needs and connection to others i think it's about it is about giving permission to to just let some things go so like we were when we were saying about this to-do list and and i've been really guilty of this in the past uh, and it's like well i've got all the presents to buy and uh, and all the house to sort and the and the meal to buy and cook and and then i'm like but I can't give that to anybody else because yeah. they won't do it as well as I can. And nobody <laughs> else in my family can cook. And, you know, I, I kind of... But that really was my issue because I was trying to create this perfect Christmas. And it was always pretty good. Mm. And it was really good. And the meal was always nice. And the presents were great. And the house looked fabulous and all these things. But I was exhausted by the end of it literally Mm. and I've really changed over the last few years because I'm like no well do you know what the kids are older we're all going out for Christmas day this year I'm not cooking and I actually want to enjoy it for me and I'm really excited about it and that's one of the things as well we were talking about changing with life as life Mm. changes it's very easy to hanker onto the past and go, oh, all the kids used to get up and open the presents. Well, this year, my kids will all still be in bed because they're teenagers. And I can't wait. I'm going to have a lovely, lazy Christmas and walk the dog. And do you, yeah. think, sometimes, do you think sometimes the fear of actually voicing that and speaking about yeah. it, I don't want to do that. We almost decide in our heads that actually there's going to be terrible consequences and there aren't Absolutely. any, Absolutely. And actually, I think that that's come from the kids. Then that's my experience again. I I said about going out for Christmas dinner quite a while ago because I know you have to book it. And um, one of my children was like, no, we can't go out for Christmas dinner because you've always cooked it. And it's all, you know, it's that tradition that they hold on to. Mm. And, and a bit like, no, actually, it's okay to change things. Mm. We don't have to do things the way we've always done them. 
And that's a bit of self-care as well, isn't it? Mm. And then I will have a better time. So I will be a better relative friend, you know, you know, that day. So And that's that bit about communication again, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And obviously to sort of work out what your own stress points are and the fact that you're going to have to do something to make a difference here. How, how do you go about that with yourself? How do you kind of have that sort of conversation with yourself when you when you really pick out the bits and think well this is this is the bit that's not good for me or this is the bit I don't enjoy how do you how do you go about that how, what advice can you give to people listening I just think it goes back to being really aware of how you are actually feeling I think it's really easy to just get on this treadmill of I've got to do 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 I've got this list this list and not take time to really think about what you need and it is about planning in a dog walk or a bath or you know that time for yourself or just going to read a book but it does come back to the awareness I think because sometimes I think we're all stressed we're not aware of it so what we do is we just kind of take it out on our family yeah (laughs) you just are in a bit of a bad mood or you're a bit snappy and it's about taking a step back and actually it's me that's not okay not everybody else mm. and do you find it kind of good you need someone to have a conversation like that with becky or or can you sort of work it through on your own i think both is really helpful for me anyway i definitely find that self-awareness is really really important just for me to be aware of kind of the things that are tipping me over the edge but i also think i feel like i've hammered on about this for the whole, the whole of the episode but it really is there's so much to be said for communicating it because I think actually that leads to so much more connection. And when we're, rather than being in that state of kind of stress and frustration and sort of that kind of bleeding into the whole family, when we're able to just be more honest and open and like really own that, that like often dissipates, you know, the problem in itself. So I would definitely advocate that where it feels possible. This is the Your Harrogate podcast. Well, let's go through some of our other solutions. So so you guys have brought in a load of different solutions which could be helpful this Christmas. So would you like to take us through the list of things that we've got here? Being really, truly present. So, you know, putting your phone down, having a conversation with family, listening. If you're going to watch a film with somebody or play a game with them, dedicate that hour. Put your phone away. Don't worry about what's for tea. Don't be trying to put a load of washing on. All these things that I'm very guilty of. (laughs) But, you know, when you do it, actually what you find is that your relationship is better with that person Mm. because they know when you're distracted. They know, especially with children, they they know when you're trying to do six different things or if your mind's not quite there or Mm. they're trying to tell you something often, you know, like after school and you're not really listening because you're thinking about something else. So... Just that in itself is such a little tip that that can go a long way. And then if you dedicate that hour or two hours or whatever it is to them, then you can often find that then they're happy and then you can go off and do what you need to do uninterrupted anyway. And it's a good example, isn't it? I think if anybody was sort of listening and, and not quite sure about what presence meant, not as in the presence you unwrap, but presence with a C, <laughs> it's giving somebody as much of your attention as possible yeah. isn't it really and really listening to what people are saying mm. that's the other thing you know we can we do a lot of half listening especially if we're in a busy family you're not really taking note of what mm. people are trying to tell you and i think so, what we're maybe 
really trying to say is giving yourself a permission slip to let go of the things that actually were told matter but don't really matter as in the presence the the doing the doing the doing the to-do list and actually give yourself permission to be more (laughs) as much as I hate it sometimes but letting the washing up pile up on the side when you've got a house full of people because really none of it actually matters like in the moment yes it does because you know we might want the perfect house and all the rest of it but actually really giving yourself the permission to set that intention of this Christmas what can I do to be more present with the people that I care about and Mm. to help myself to feel able to do that. Mm. I mean, you guys can come back every day. (laughs) If we're setting the washing up, don't be left. (laughs) But again, it's a great, I think it's a great physical example, isn't it, of of being present, being there. I think it's almost coming back to, you know, almost asking for those more tangible examples. And actually it's almost coming back to that question of like, does this really need doing? Do I really need Mm. to do this? Can I give myself a permission slip to let this go? Or what Mm. can I give myself permission to let go? And that's part of the self-care as well, isn't it? So, you know, so you've got being present, you've got your self-care, which was talked about, walk, bath, you know, whatever you need for yourself. Um, And sometimes it is just about asking yourself, how can I make this easier? You know, can I buy some ready meals for the rest of the week? Because I've got a really busy week coming up. Just giving yourself permission to just let some things go. The setting the boundaries, the time, you know, people visiting or or even, you know, you could say to people, oh, thanks for the invite, but it's okay, we need to leave by five or six yeah. as well so you're letting people know that and then there's not that embarrassing kind of we really want to go but we can't <laughs> delegation so, as well yeah delegation being off? vulnerable letting people know and being aware of how we're feeling about things and what we need to be present to be calm yeah and then just tying in with everybody else feeling happy and and, and comparing things you know, you know comparing how we think everybody else is feeling mm. but there's also things about you know like how life changes and concentrating on what is what what the situation is now and not what it was in the past and trying to relive that because that you know that doesn't happen and then you can find that you're feeling really left left down or it can mm. make you feel really sad that things aren't how they were so it's okay to change christmas it's okay to do things differently and i think also it's okay to just feel however you're feeling i guess we've already touched on this but there is this pressure to like be happy and all the rest of it but actually whatever you're feeling whether it is the sadness the deflation the grief you know there's so many things that come up it might just not be your thing christmas either and and sort of feeling like you're kind of forced to go through it or is rough isn't it every year yeah yeah i think and and that's where just doing things that you like you enjoy you you know we haven't even touched on the whole like being lonely and being mm. by yourself and that affects a lot of people so you know have what you want to eat on christmas day you know you don't have to do it have your this, way yeah do it your way you know volunteer on christmas day so you're not in the house switch off the social media we don't have to kind of get involved in it it's up to us how much we do or how much we don't mm. as well so it's giving yourself permission to look at it differently and at the end of the day it's one day and it's noticing where you have choices as well isn't it where do i actually have choices because it can often feel like we don't when actually we always have choices so where are they i think i could talk to you guys all day (laughs) and and, and just just to give us an idea of 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 what you do 
at the Harlow, yeah. you're kind of having conversations like these, but about all sorts of things with people all day long. Yeah, and specifically for for each person's individual needs, all age ranges, all different circumstances. And Becky's going to do a workshop in uh, January, aren't you, that's connected yes. to this as well. Which So we do quite a lot of workshops. We're doing like a breathwork workshop. We've done one on um, teenage parenting. So we like to kind of... It's not just about the therapy and coaching. It's, it's a lot more about this complementary therapies as well. So it's about, like you say, it's a whole well-being. Mm-hmm. It's a well-being centre. It can be really tricky to explain what therapy is because it looks so different for everyone. But for me, it's really about supporting someone to work through whatever is in the way of them being who they really are and feeling how they truly want to feel. So whether that be around anxiety, self-doubt, low confidence, um, specific mental health diagnoses, or whether it's around relationships and patterns of people-pleasing or perfectionism or relationships that you know can feel abusive, everything across the spectrum, it's almost what is it that's taking you away from feeling that true contentment, happiness in your life and being able to be who you really are. And we work with all ages and all circumstances, really. So the workshop that you're going to run yes. is going to be based about uh, stop people pleasing and improve your relationships. Yes. And that's so in January, oh, isn't gosh. it? It's can, we do a, can we do another podcast on that? Just, <laughs> Definitely. I, mean, I, mean, I, I could talk about this stuff all day, but, but yeah. t- just, t- just tell us so, a bit about it. Um, it's going to be all about the art of empowered living, which I'm super passionate about, um, because I think... I could actually really talk about this for a whole podcast we can all relate to it I think because what happens throughout our life is you know we learn who we need to be in order to fit in in order to feel enough in order to feel liked to feel loved to feel a sense of belonging because that's an innate human need um, and one of the big patterns that we fall into in order to achieve that sense of love and belonging is people pleasing um, and these kind of really disempowering patterns within our relationships so that's what we're going to talk about in terms of why some of that plays out, how it plays out, and what to do about it. And oh. it's on the 31st of oh, January. Yeah, Wednesday, um, 6 till 8. And, and that it. workshop means that lots of people come and it's kind of, you know, everybody will talk about different examples and things. And Yes. So it'll be more, because we've only got sort of a couple of hours, it'll probably be more, I guess, me leading it. rather. Okay. But I do... I love like the interaction, so there will be a space for that more interactive space. And it's £25 a ticket, and the details will be on our website. And if you're and if you're a people pleaser, I think I am. So so you'll be you'll be thinking then that you you're you're just kind of one of these people who who goes through. There's uh, I'm just going to describe myself now, but you can you can end up just doing a load of things, can't you? You get to the end of a weekend and think, actually, I didn't do anything I enjoyed there. It was just stuff that I had to do. Yeah, but the link is, I think, sorry, I was just going to say that I think a lot of people feel like that, particularly straight or straight after Christmas. I know I've gone through Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it is before it's it's the whole whole yeah. But you kind of you can kind of reflect on Christmas and go, oh, I've just done that for everybody else. Yeah, because a bit like what we were saying before, really, Christmas just highlights things that already exist. So if you already fall into patterns of people-pleasing, then they're just going to be even more intense at Christmas. But obviously Um, the conversation that we've had today, based around what we've talked about today, there's there's real practical solutions. If you you can Mm recognise a situation... Mm -hmm. Then actually, we, we uh, hopefully we've we've given well you've given some some really useful 
tips and ways that people, first of all, can, can acknowledge what's going on, but secondly, maybe just very gently without anybody really noticing, mm. do, do something about it. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. Well, we'll have to do we'll have to do a people pleasing pod. That'd be good. A people pleasing podcast. Oh yes. Um, Say that again. <laughs> in, in January. But yeah, really appreciate your time today. And if anybody wants to find out more, um, there's more information on your website, isn't there? Yeah. There'll, there'll be a there'll be a blog on the website um, regarding all this information. If you are interested in inquiring about support, we offer a free 15, 20 minute initial consultation. So that's just to get a sense of what you might be needing and also how we can help you um, and also something that we offer at the Harlow is allocating you to a therapist that we think or a practitioner that we think would best meet your needs because I think one of the big things that can be really challenging out there when you are looking for support is almost what do I actually need and where do I start and how do I know who is going to help me type thing yeah so yeah you can have a look on the website to find out more around the workshops that we've got on the practitioners that are available the support we offer and obviously the specific workshop that we've mentioned and if you do want to reach out and book that initial consultation you can literally just book it online yeah go onto the contact page and there's um, a calendar and you just book the time and the date that suits you and then somebody rings you at that time so that's how it works and there's no pressure no yeah no obligation whatsoever so great stuff so all the details on the harlow website andrea thank you so much for joining us today thank, thank you, you very much yeah thanks for having us